Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast with your host, Edward Shanahan, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Unexplained World broadcast with Annette and myself, Edward Shanahan. Hello, Annette. Hello, Ed. Ah, you hear me? I thought maybe you were still laughing. (laughs) (laughs) No way. (laughs) Yeah, what goes eek in the middle of the night? Um, Okay. Um, Annette is a high high priestess, tarot, and runes, and past life reader, a very close friend. And very attractive looking for those uh, uh, male and female <laughs> listeners that may want to check her out. Let's oh, go no. to the Unexplained uh, <laughs> World website, theunexplainedworld.com, and go into the video section. And uh, there she is interviewing a gentleman who felt that he was at one time possessed by demons. A very good interview um, held by Annette. Um, so how are you doing, Annette? Thank you. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm, you know what? This could go any way because it's just like the way it's been going today. Uh, this is a Murphy's Law day, right? If it's going to go wrong, it will. <laughs> yeah, it must have been Irish Parade today. Um, the yeah. thing is, I'm happy you didn't bet me 100 bucks because you would have owned me 100 bucks. Okay? I did call. Oh. And... Um, that's why I, it took me about two minutes. Our guest, who is on the line waiting, was actually on the line before I got here tonight. So, uh, <laughs> uh, The problem with the situation is I got two of those things under the same location. So, oh. yeah. So couldn't take a chance of eliminating both. You know what I'm saying? You should have bet me. See, you'd have been 100 bucks richer right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is just the way today's been going. Uh, so. <laughs> Let's just hope somebody else isn't 100 bucks richer. Um, okay. Uh, well, maybe our guest can realign your uh, your chakras. So no, I, 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 had that, uh, I had that uh, attempted once, and it'll never be done again. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, leave well enough alone. But let's bring in our guest. His name is Curtis. He is... Uh, Reiki master since 1997 and uses Reiki to align chakras for people. He will be doing chakra, chakra, uh, chakra readings for callers and discussing his knowledge and abilities tonight. Hello, Curtis, you there? Hi, Ed. Hello, Annette. How are you? I'm doing Curtis. fine. I'm doing. How are you doing tonight? 
Yeah, I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, I, I appreciate that you inadvertently um, kind of fed me some perspective I'd like to start off with. You mentioned that somebody tried to align your chakras at one time and that was never going to happen again. Um, I started off doing chakra alignment work as a Reiki master, and over time as my gift developed in reading chakras, I came to understand that aligning chakras to solve problems is sort of like moving your gas gauge over to full and hoping your tank fills up. It's kind of backwards. Well, what, what the situation was, and that was there, we were doing, uh, we had a cable show about, what would you say, in that, about five years ago? Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. About, yeah. About five years ago, we were ahead of our time as far as uh, the paranormal and that stuff goes. And we had a cable show in the Chicagoland area, and there was a Reiki master at this one location. We we're doing interviews in that. And as a demonstration for what Reiki would be, I allowed myself to be, you know, to be whatever they, whatever you want to call it, realigned or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um. As you know from a past reading you gave me, Curtis, okay, I got a lot of stuff going on inside, a lot of energy, okay? Mm-hmm. And I just firmly believe because of the way I felt that, that night, the next day, um, it's something that I, is for myself better left alone. Mm-hmm. Always trust your gut. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I was dizzy, I was... I think I even called Annette and told her, man, I'm dizzy. I'm like, uh, you know, and maybe just having it done for no reason but a demonstration might have been the wrong thing. I don't know. I don't know. Your your truth through any meditative work you might do might get you to an answer, but the important part is you know not to do it again. I, and see, when we talk about energy, okay, I've actually set off um, – I had a, a, what's those things called? Not a CAT scan, but where they do um, um, the all reading right. for the heart, where they put all them little gadgets on you. Okay. EKG. Oh, yeah, EKG. EK, yeah, EKG. And the nurse was, because I meditated. I, you know, I just wanted everything to be good. I meditated. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, the nurse is yelling, are you okay? Because the thing looked like nothing but scribble. Okay, <laughs> nothing, yeah. And uh, I actually I'm down too much. I I actually asked him uh, because it was saying check his check this check that on him you know blah 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 because <laughs> I actually got the paperwork from him so uh, because it was so unique and as I told you I think before I sent EMF meters off and everything like that to the wall so mm-hmm. um, maybe it's just better better to leave well enough and alone as long as everything's functioning okay you know so I can see your point I can totally see your point. Yeah. Well, I, uh, uh, I never send energy without a person's permission, and so mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about sending off anything from me. Oh, I, I, I think you almost have to be uh, uh, open to receive it, wouldn't you say? Or well, all? you know, that's the neat thing about uh, about the way energy healing works. They teach it in Reiki, but it's true across the board. If you did not accept the energy, it wouldn't do anything anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I just thought I'd throw that in there with intended levity it kind of fell in its face but yeah yeah but you're absolutely right if you don't accept it and you know the thing is we don't often realize it but that's true of emotional energy too when people are throwing all sorts of emotional baggage onto us or vice versa if we're throwing it onto someone else 
there are some really old habits around emotional energy, and it works the same way if we'll just realize it and let that be. But okay. we have generations of habits around emotional energy where when someone tries to throw a guilt trip at us or some form of emotional manipulation, we almost feel obliged to accept it, especially if the relationship we've got with that person is such that, that we have a structure around it. But it works just exactly the same way. That's very interesting. That's very inser- interesting uh, concept uh, that you just discussed. We're, we're almost, if the person is close to us, we almost are, are psychologically set to accept what you just said. And exactly, exactly. I mean, we have relationships with our parents and with spouses and with friends and siblings and all of these people. There are certain not particularly functional attitudes that we may have with them, even if it's a very good relationship. And one side or the other will throw a guilt trip and the other one will automatically take it, for example, when if you get to a point where you start working on your emotional self-awareness and owning who you are emotionally and you look at it as nothing more than another energy pattern, which is all anything in life truly is is an energy pattern, then you realize it only has power when I give it power. And the next time they throw a guilt trip at you and you go, that's interesting, but I don't want to play that game anymore. Can we try this approach? They don't know what to do. And it kind of requires a gentleness if you care about maintaining the relationship because it will rewrite the entire relationship. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So basically, that's I'm just getting flashes as you're talking. That's how your preacher slash minister works um, in front of his church. And on the opposite end would be the um, guy that goes out to give, you know, that they have a thousand people to holiday in and he's doing, you know, he's trying to sell his books on um, motivation, basically. And he's up there, you know, motivating, making everybody feel good and, you know, hallelujah. So, um, yeah, so there's two opposite ends. That's a good point. Very good point. Yeah. And that, why don't you talk a little? As you can tell, I'm wound up, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you, Curtis, tell us a little bit about Reiki for somebody, for a listening audience that may not understand what Reiki is? It'll be my pleasure, Annette. I am a Reiki master, which means I've been trained through three degrees of initiation. Um, I trained in the Usui method, and uh, for those who understand what Reiki is about, that gives them some idea of my education and my uh, the perspective I came from. Now, I have moved on to other perspectives because I saw the Usui method as I grew in my work as um, a wonderful stepping stone, sort of learn from the masters and then follow your spiritual guidance to uh, new expressions so that the energy can grow. Um, Reiki means universal life force energy. And it is the energy that makes up all of life and everything. It's, there, there is nothing that is not made of energy, whether it be a thought, a word, a deed, a physical item. It is an energy pattern. And our, our experience of it is solely our perception. Now, Reiki specifically is when that energy is focused to be offered to a person or situation to allow them a healing. And the concept is their higher self will choose, yes, I will accept this energy and I will apply it in these ways toward this healing. 
And it may be the way that the person wanted to be healed, and it may be something that their higher self feels is more important at that time. Another factor with Reiki is time and distance. Um, There is a symbol that is used in Reiki to uh, transcend time and space. And I have pretty much stopped using the symbol so many years ago, I don't remember which one it is. I now simply focus my intent, and I don't use the symbols so much. But I have sent energy back to my mother's deathbed 12 years ago, and my sister and I were both sitting there at the time. We both had amazing healings, emotional healings, between us and within our family. I sent it back to my uncle's deathbed, my aunt's deathbed. My Reiki master frequently sends um, energy back to Jesus on the cross. And I find that any time it occurs to me that I'm feeling um, some kind of a sadness or imbalance about anything in history, whether it's my personal history or a broader history perspective, I excuse me, um, I send Reiki back to that moment, and then I pray for clarity. Does that help? Yes. Definitely. Um, when you send it, Annette, you, you, Annette, one second. We got a caller. You want to take the caller? Sure. Yeah, right now. Okay, uh, we're going to go to caller two seven zero. That's area code two seven zero, number six zero five. Hello, two seven zero six zero five. You there? Yeah. Hello. 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 And where are we talking to? Uh, my name is Matthew. Okay, Matthew. Hi, Matthew. Yes, uh, I had a question about uh, distant. Uh, attunements and do they work? Uh, my wife and I uh, we signed up for an online Reiki course and we 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 read and uh, studied all three levels and we were supposedly uh, attuned to all three levels and I just wondered if that if that works. Uh, sometimes I think I have to feel the energy and sometimes I'm not too sure. So could you explain that to me? Absolutely, Matthew. First of all, yes, distant attunements are certainly a very viable and very real way of accomplishing uh, Reiki attunement. Now, your specific circumstance I cannot speak to, but I want to ask you, did you get three separate attunements or did you just get one? Well, this, this Reiki master says that he does all of them at once. That is certainly feasible. It is totally possible. Honestly, the only difference between a Reiki one and a Reiki master is a Reiki one is not taught how to do the time and distance symbol, and a Reiki master learns how to um, give the energy, give the attunement to another. But truly, uh, that's just a matter of knowledge. It's not a matter of the information has not been implanted into your mind, and therefore you cannot use it. An attunement doesn't really give you anything you didn't have before except openness and awareness. So I agree with the Reiki master that, yes, one attunement can give you the full uh, Reiki master as long as you do have the education behind it. Okay. Did your Reiki master tell you to give yourselves Reiki on a daily basis? Yes, uh-huh. and, and uh, the... Uh the course material that was sent uh, is very detailed. Uh, there was a, um, a Reiki book for each level. Um, I remember level two had all the symbols, and uh, it talked about after the attunement, you go through a 21-day, and you should do 21 days of self-Reiki, and he recommends it every day to help your energy go stronger. I completely agree with everything you say. It's 
sounds like an appropriate and responsible Reiki master so far. I would like to uh, suggest, uh, since most people bathe daily, that's the best time to give yourself Reiki. When you got that bar of soap in your hand and you're going all over your body anyway, turn on the energy and let flow. Okay. That's the easiest time to do that. Um, don't hesitate to ask for proof that it's working, to ask for validation, either in prayer silently or the people that you're working with if you're giving Reiki to people. Do not hesitate to ask for validation. You have the right to know that what you're doing is making a difference. And when I first got my Reiki attunement, my Reiki master had a massage table. And we went to her house once a week, and her husband and her kids and all of her students, and I was one of her students, we would do Reiki circles. And we would have one person get up on the table and lay down, and everybody would surround them. And for 10 or 20 minutes, we would just put our hands over the person. Very seldom would we touch them. It would depend on where we were at their body and how comfortable they were with being touched. And we would focus on the Reiki energy. And the person who was on the table was always encouraged. If you feel sensations, if you have sudden inspirations, whatever, let us know any changes so we can discuss it. And we would have these very gentle discussions, and it was very validating for us. If you have people of a like-minded perspective that practice Reiki or any energy healing, truly, then I would encourage you to try and put together some similar social structure. It's really beneficial. Okay. I, I uh, subscribe to the uh, Reiki magazine, I think, by William um, Brand or something like that. I know and uh, I was reading on his website, and, and some people disagree that attunements, you know, they don't work and distance attunements. So I'm just a little confused on that. I, I do know someone who is a Reiki master, and she and I are going to be getting together soon and, and do some things. So, Matthew, I want to give you one piece of advice, and this is, in my opinion, the most important thing any Reiki master could ever tell any Reiki student. And it's not news, but in the face of all these varying political viewpoints, and that's really what you were just referring to, were political perspectives on how this works. Go within. Take all of those thoughts inside of yourself in meditation and trust yourself to know what is true for you. Because I promise, Matthew, your experience of Reiki will not be exactly like anybody else's. And if each person who practices this has the courage to go within and do what feels right for them and not invest any energy in negating what another practitioner is experiencing, but only allow themselves to flow with the energy. And if they don't agree with what someone says, if they're not doing harm, just kind of shut up and let them do their thing because they, they have a perspective we don't have, then through that kind of courage and self-evaluation um, and knowing one's own truth, Reiki and the human race will grow, and the healing energy will be more powerful and more perfectly expressed. So listen to everything that you hear on those things, and then take it into your own gut and find out what feels true to you. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, Matthew. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you, Matthew. Thank you. I like I like that uh, I like that statement. I like what you said about internal knowledge. Basically, you're saying go with your gut. You know, Ed, as I haven't taught Reiki in a number of years, but any time I have taught Reiki to somebody, I've always told them that, and I usually learn from their experiences, so it's a blessing for me as a teacher as well. Good, good. 
Go ahead, Annette. You were going to ask another question. Um, I was going to ask, when he was speaking about sending energy to a past event, yeah. um, we're hoping when we do that to help, the, for example, to the deathbed. Um, you do that to help the living, or do you do that to help those that have passed? Well, it's a very good question. And or I both? Point of view. I'm sorry? Or both? <laughs> or both, yes. Um, I've done it from both points of view. Um, in the case of my mother's death, it was mostly for my sister and I because my mother was dying of cancer and she was on morphine the last 30 hours of her life and morphine left her comatose. And so I wasn't too concerned about her suffering at that point, um, and that might have been ignorance on my part. It's not that I didn't care. I cared very deeply. It's that I was under the impression she was not suffering. Now, some years later, I learned about a process called a third-level escort, and I do that for anybody who has died. I always ask that if it is in service to their highest good, that before Archangel gives the person a third-level escort upon their death. I preset one for myself. And the idea is, in my theology, my understanding of the way the cosmos works, when we die, we can leave our bodies and we can go directly to the light or we can leave our bodies and go into whatever construct we believed in the most strongly in our lives. If we believed in a heaven and hell concept, we might go to sit and wait for judgment day. If we had uh, an idea that we would go to Valhalla, then that might be where we are. If we believe that we're going to be stuck um, in the place where we were physically and can't move on because of some uh, emotional baggage we carry about God, which unfortunately my father had a similar viewpoint, then we can put ourselves in this in-between place that is neither the physical life that we were living nor the light of omniscience that is beyond the veil. And so the third level escort is to have the angels come down and acknowledge this soul that has left this body behind and bring them on to the light, from which point then they can return if they want to, but they know where they are and they they understand and they're at peace. Since I have done that, I have had amazing communications from a number of my deceased relatives, and the beauty of it is none of the baggage that I had with any of them is there. It's simply a loving communication that comes through now. That's very interesting. I'm glad I asked that question. (laughs) Have we got another call? We have another caller for you, Curtis. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. 325-436. Hello, 325. You there? Yes, I am here. This is Andrew. Hi, Andrew. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I have a question for um, Curtis, actually. Um, I'm still still doing my attunements when I was talking to you on your show on Blog Talk. Um, Mm -hmm. I noticed the attunements are, after when the energy leaves, they're making me feel relaxed and tired. And also Mm -hmm. I do a a scan. I have noticed in my third eye area, it feels like kind of like a warmth feeling. And I don't know if that's due because I have too much active in the third eye area or if it's opening up, so to speak. Okay, Andrew, uh, as you said that, there's no stand pat answer to that. But I, I, as you said that, I scanned your third eye, and the impression that I got was the energy flow increased a little faster than it was able to open. No harm was done. 
but it took you a little bit of time to adjust to the increase of energy flow through your third eye. That's all you're experiencing. Mm. All righty, so I, I kind of answered my own question. Yeah, I'd say you did. It's it's okay. sort of like you uh, you had a small water hose and you turned the pressure up too high and you had to stretch out the water hose, and you did. Yeah, I, <laughs> so the, I just took that someplace I shouldn't have, and I didn't mean to. That, that, that's, that's, that's fine. Thank you, Andrew. Bye-bye. <laughs> right, um, Curtis, the one thing we yeah. talked about is uh, the possibility of you doing shark raw readings tonight, but you also do another type where we di- you and I discussed the shark raw may take a little. I asked you about if uh, a person may have a situation if you could tap into one of the chakras that would I, pertain to that. I just situation. did that for Andrew. It would be a yeah. pleasure anytime I could. Yeah. So callers, feel free to call 646-915-9653. That's 646-915-9653. Annette. Yes. To give, I'll give uh, permission to be scanned. <laughs> to give, I was just, how did you, boy, you're doing, you're, 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 you're right on with me tonight. Um, <laughs> I know you, honey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have to be a psychic to know what you're up to. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Curtis, to give the listeners a little example um, of that brief type of reading, would you mind giving one on Annette? If you're good with an Annette, it would be my pleasure. Absolutely. Please, uh, please. Uh, do you want me to do a full chakra reading or just tune in to some aspect, some area? Or? Well, the shark, chakra takes almost... 20 minutes. Yeah, it does. So yeah. that would kill the show pretty much. Yeah, we've got 34 <laughs> Since we, left. We're having some callers. Yeah, Curtis, just tune in where you think I uh, need some assistance or okay. knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting drawn. I'm seeing a line of tension between your third and fourth chakra. That would be your solar chakra and your heart chakra. Um... It seems to be mostly yellow, which the solar chakra is yellow. So the tension is pulling energy of the self into the heart chakra. Um, I'm getting that you are currently re-evaluating. It could be a sense of worthiness. I mean, I, I almost hate to say that, but it's like, it's almost like uh, maybe a recent memory or an old memory recently surfaced, and you're looking at it going, oh, my goodness, I haven't resolved that. And you're looking at it going, now, what is my truth in the face of this old pain? And who am I now? I know who I was then, and it hurt me, but who am I now in the face of this pain? And it's like you're pulling from your solar chakra to your heart chakra to say, I need to reevaluate who I am so that I can fully love myself in the face of this unpleasant memory. Hmm, very interesting. And I have no idea if that's what you're experiencing in life right now, but that I one, guess there could be a twinge of that. Um, I would say it's a great opportunity. I mean, you know, I'm sure you already know what to do with it. Whoever you were, whenever that happened, you are not that person now. We change. And oh, people who are open to their emotional and spiritual growth change a lot. So it's good if you are looking at who you are now in the face of what happened in your past 
because you'll find room to celebrate when you get clear on it. Okay. Yeah, and 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 in my perspective, I feel like I celebrate it every day, actually. Good for so, you. Yeah, but you know, there had there was an event. Well, let me tell everybody. Um, I lost my husband to cancer back in 2003, and at that time, of course, it was very difficult to deal with. Um, I'm one of these people that I see the bigger picture. Um, I know that we go on. I know reincarnation. I see the circle of life. So even though, yes, I am hurt by the loss, I can go forward more easily than some, perhaps. Right. And um, I kind of cleaned up, you know, that life that I had there in that part of my life, and I was able to move forward very quickly and take on um, a brand-new husband and children right away. I never had children before. And that's, you know, from 2003, fast forward to today, um, a friend of mine just lost her husband. And a lot of the things that I was trying to help lead her through were things that I had to go back and remember. So that may very well be, even though I'm so comfortable with it, at least I believe that I am, Mm -hmm. um, and celebrate every day the person I've become, and almost by the helping hand of the husband that I lost, because I wouldn't have this beautiful life that I have now had it been that it was just he and I, which wouldn't have been bad, but you see where I'm going. Children make everything for me. This experience gave you the opportunity to look back over those memories and go, I'm pretty sure I'm clear. But I want to be a hundred percent sure this this didn't come to me by accident. I'm helping this friend through what I've been through for a reason, so I'm going to make sure that I am indeed okay. And that would explain to me why your heart chakra seems to be drawing the energy from your solar chakra. It's like the heart chakra is the active one going, "I need to know here. Please help me." And of course, no problem. You're you've got it well in hand. You said I'm okay with it, or at least I I, I think I am. You know, Annette, <laughs> well, there's I always energy are. that says, "Oh, what if?" Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I, I got to say, I do feel that you are very okay with it. I'm not getting anything to conflict with that, but I would like to offer that when a person feels that they're okay with something, I would encourage them to trust that, because we've got so many people willing to tell us that we are really not okay. And if we keep on focusing on what's wrong, we're going to be right back with Dr. Freud saying. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. I mean, he didn't have all the answers either. So looking for what's right is definitely my recommendation. And in this case, you feel you're all right with it. You're the boss of you. You're all right with it. Terrific. I'm all good then. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Curtis. Curtis. That was was really nice. Thank you. Very much my pleasure. I would like to do a quick plug, if I may. Go ahead, uh, As well as having my show, blogtalkradio.com slash archmessenger on Tuesdays at 2, and that's Mountain Time. I will also be starting Thursdays at 7 p.m. as well, um, Mountain Time again. But also, I do these for a living, and I'm more than glad to do them on the show. It's a lot of fun. It's always a blessing for me, and I hope it's a blessing for the person I read for. But if anybody wants to buy a reading from me, they can email me. It's $75, and they can email me, and we can discuss details. And those readings would be a full-length That would be the reading. full chakra reading. That yeah. is correct. Like we said, I, the one you gave me was almost 30, minute long, was almost 30 minutes long. 
And yeah, I'm no. currently putting together some readings that I have done on my radio show in the past and putting them up as movies on a YouTube channel, and I'll be putting a link to that on my blog talk page so people can go and hear what a chakra reading sounds like and what's going on with one. Okay. And they don't have to listen to the full hour of archived radio going, well, when's he going to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a caller right now from 815, area code. Uh, let's see. Caller 815, area code, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing? Okay, who am I talking to? This is Roscoe. Roscoe, how are you doing? Hey, pretty good. I was wondering if I could get a quick reading by any chance. I've never had a reading done ever, and I'm really interested to uh, see how it comes out. Uh, Roscoe, it would be my pleasure. Let's. Uh, I'm going to just scan over all of your chakras and see what I get. I've already been drawn to your third eye for some reason, but I want to run the whole thing real quick. Uh, forgive me a second. I'll be right back. No problem. Okay, I'm getting a tie-in between your spirit chakra and your third eye chakra. Now, Roscoe, your spirit chakra is located just above the heart chakra. If you go to your breastbone about an inch below the collarbones, that is where the spirit chakra is located. It is the home of divine love, the love of God. Uh, your third eye chakra is just above and between your eyebrows. Okay. Forgive me if I told you something you already knew, but I have no idea. Now, I'm getting a strong bond between these two. Um, what I'm getting is that you are a messenger, that you have a very specific divine message that you are to share with the world. I have no idea what the message is about, but are you doing any kind of meditative, spiritual, or emotional work for yourself at this time? Um. No, I'm not, but I do host my own show on Blog Talk, and it's very informative, and it, it has been helping a lot of people out. Okay, that, that may well be um, what I'm getting here. Now, I am getting that whatever your message is, um, it is divinely inspired. So if you're feeling the need to communicate strongly enough to have your own show, it sounds to me like you're following that lead already. Great. Um, uh, the only other thing I can suggest is, uh, you know where your solar plexus is? No, I don't. Okay, it's the muscle that makes your lungs work, and it is down below the rib cage. Okay. And dead center of your body, right below your sternum, is the chakra, the solar plexus chakra. It's the house of the soul. It is where your personal truth lives. It's where your BS meter is. When you go to buy a used car, that's the thing that tells you don't buy this car. And then you see it in the mechanic shop a week later. Okay. Um, as long as you trust that, trust your gut, literally, mm -hmm. you will continue putting out the right message. And it sounds to me like you're already doing it. Uh, yeah, you're this. What you basically said right now, a lot of it, everything matches up to what I am currently doing right now. Marvelous. Thank you. Well, I mean, it's that's great. I really appreciate it. Well, I hope you call my show and. Roscoe, uh, hit me up for um, a friend connection. I'd like to check out your show, too. Excellent. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Love your show. Thank you for calling. Thank on. you. Thanks. Bye-bye. How long have you been doing and, this, Curtis? I want to thank you because I have never approached chakra readings from this perspective, and I'm really getting a lot out of doing this. I'm, I'm really kind of stretching out and, and spreading my understanding a bit more. Thank you. Um. 
We're here to serve. Terrible <laughs> <laughs> job, Annette. Thank you. <laughs> um, we'd like to make a little announcement on what we have coming up. Our next broadcast will be Sunday, March 23rd at 9 p.m. And Annette, do you want to tell the listeners who we're going to have on? Yeah, we're going to have Melanie Ballinger, and she is an author of The Vampire Codex. Um, she is um, not so much a vampire storyteller as she is. Um, she talks about the code of ethics that people of the vampire community, because you know people actually live as vampires in across the world. Um, she also wrote the Psychic Energy Codex and Vampires in Their Own Words, as well as a book called Psychic Dreaming, Dreamwalking. Sorry. And she is also a recording artist. She does some beautiful, really haunting um, music that's very uh, uh, embraced by the gothic world. So she is just going to be a really unusual guest to have because she's just got some insights to some things that we've never talked about before. Right, 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 right. And the next couple shows after that will be more authors, um, then Annette and I were talking about something that we miss doing, and that's having an open line and basically open communication between her and I. And what we're recommending is, listeners, if you want to send us some questions to ask us, et cetera, et cetera, of course, we've got the chat board, but you can also email us or message me from the blog radio station that we have for the Unexplained World that you're listening to, or just go to the, unex- the Unexplained World, dot com and email me from there and uh there'll be a few weeks down the line but it's something that we we both kind of miss doing and yeah. uh as you could tell me and annette do we have a good rap together we do, we've known each other long enough and uh i put up a lot of her faults she put up the little bit i have so um <laughs> so uh <laughs> So <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll even throw a uh, for all the psychics out there. Maybe we'll even throw out a little quiz of of a strange noise that can be heard at night. But we have another caller for you, Curtis. You there? Uh huh. Okay, this comes from Erico nine oh seven. Erico nine oh seven. Let me click on you. Let's get you going. Hello. Okay. Hi. Hello nine oh seven. What's your name? Hi, my name's. And this is the first time I've ever uh, uh, watched your show, and I was just really curious about chakra readings with the Reiki Master Curtis, and it just sounds so interesting and enlightening. I just had to say thank you. Curtis, why don't you give your right your blog station again, or your MySpace, okay. um, where, the, um, where the listeners could catch up with you. On Blog Talk Radio, I'm at blogtalkradio.com forward slash archmessenger. And on uh, MySpace, I'm at myspace.com forward slash Curtis H. Foltz. That's F as in Frank, O-L-T as in Tom, S as in Sam. And I'm sorry, dear, but I did not catch your first name. I had a breakup on the phone. Oh, it's Linda. Linda? Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you very much. Now, did you want me to uh, look into your chakras and see what I could find? Sure, sure, please, thanks. Okay, let's see here. 
Well, one thing I'm finding interesting is as I'm perusing from your root chakra up, it's like a, a very slow romantic drive, a rather fascinating concept. It's very much the same feeling like a, a boyfriend and a girlfriend in the car driving down the road on a Saturday night, taking it easy and enjoying themselves. Oh, um, I love that. That's <laughs> oh, wow. sweet, yeah. Um, I, I wasn't able to move through them very quickly at all. As a matter of fact, I'm only at the fourth chakra now. I'm not getting specific reads yet. Um, okay, throat chakra. Let's see, we're getting something on the throat chakra. Let me come back to it. Third eye, crown, something in the crown chakra as well. Your throat chakra, Linda, has to do with communication, uh, mm-hmm. speaking your truth and saying those things that are appropriate for you to say. We all have uh, messages for one another. Everybody has divine messages for everybody else. In fact, that's what the word Christ means. And frankly, every human being at some time in their life is Christed. That is, they have been blessed with a message for another person that is important to their divine journey. Um, I am getting, in this case for you, that your crown chakra is very much open. Uh, it's a very controlled opening. Crown chakra is the uh, connection between your conscious self and the world beyond, the uh, spirit world. That would be people who are dead as well as angels and other non-physical entities. Um, I'm getting a very controlled um, flow of energy that comes from this, and you're the one in control of it. You Mm -hmm. are receiving very specific energies from the spirit world, and you are supposed to speak them out. Do you do any kind of psychic work? Or You said you'd never had a read. No, (laughs) Ralph said that. Do you do psychic work? No, but I'm very, very intuitive. Um, yeah. Um, what I'm getting is people's you can choose to, you can channel. I don't know if you want to, but if it feels right for you to do so, I would encourage it. You definitely are receiving very specific messages to share with very specific people. I'm not getting that you have much problem with it, but every now and then you'll get an intuitive hit, and it's like, I can't say that. And right. Uh, um, a perspective for you. If you will take that message that you know you should give them and you know that the way you're thinking of it now, it would not be a good thing or you're afraid it wouldn't be, take it down into that solar chakra, down into your solar plexus. That's where your truth resides. And you will know the truth of what you have to say. And you'll get all of your own baggage away from it, all of your own fears. Let it come up and naturally flow through your heart chakra where you will find a more compassionate way to say it, then let it flow up through your spirit chakra where you will find the divine support to feel confident that you can say it, and the words that will come out of your throat chakra, out of your mouth, will blow you away. You'll be like, oh my God, I told them what they needed to hear, and nothing bad came of it. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. So there's there's some advice for you, but I'm, I'm getting that you don't have more than... Oh, maybe seven percent of your um, of uh, blockage, if that. Maybe five percent. It's very little. For the most part, you seem to be very able to speak your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh thanks. 
Thank you for calling. Yeah. Thank you. All right. All right, Curtis, we got uh, approximately 16 minutes left. We got callers lined up, so you just want to go boom, boom, boom? Whatever you want to do after your show. Okay. Feel, feel okay to you, Annette? Oh, please, yes. This is wonderful. <clears throat> okay. Uh, area code 304. Hello, 304. Hello. Hello. My name is Linda also. <laughs> okay. Okay, Curtis. Hello, Linda also. How are you? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I am doing well. Thank you, dear. Right. Interesting. My pen decided to die just as you identified yourself. <laughs> there we go. I got a new pen. Okay, I'm assuming you'd like me to see what I can find in your chakras as well, yeah? Please do. Okay. Now, I went down to your root chakra and started to work my way up, and I was given this screen right in front of your body that said, okay, here's everything. Take a look. What do you got? Are you an efficiency expert, Linda? Um, <laughs> I, I swear it looks like you organized things for me to go, here you go. Uh, let me see what I can get. Um, heart chakra. Throat chakra. Third eye. We've got a combination of those three. Heart, throat, and third eye. Now, the heart chakra has to do with love in the physical plane. Um, that is any any aspect of love, give and take, that you know of in your physical self, your emotional self. Um, the love you have for your family, the love you have for yourself, the love you have for beauty, the love you have for anything that appeals to you, whether it be art or fine foods. It doesn't matter what it is. If you feel any kind of love or appreciation for it in the emotional, physical plane, this is the chakra it comes from. Um, now, I got your throat and your third eye attached with it. Throat, of course, has to do with uh, communication of truth, and third eye has to do with uh, receiving of psychic energy. It can also have to do with transmitting of psychic energy, and in your case, I think we're getting a little of both going there. Um, the screen that I saw when I first came in was a protection. It wasn't an efficiency. It was uh, protection, like, here, don't read me. Uh, but after we got past that, it was like, okay, well, fine, go ahead, read me, maybe. Um, I'm going to try a little gentler approach here, calm down my energy a little. Yeah, your heart chakra is a little happier about this. It was feeling invaded. Um, Okay, your heart Would that chakra... more or less be saying that, you know, this, this reading should be more private than public? Could that be Well, she, her, her chakras won't give me anything that, I, that would be inappropriate to say. I mean, her higher right. self guides that stuff. Right. So I appreciate the respect, Ed. And believe me, Linda, if you'd rather uh, not have anything said, then we can pursue this at another point. I'm not oh, I'm currently that I'm worried about. Um, let's see. Your heart chakra, good spin to it, good color to it, a little darker around the edges. You've been storing up the love that you have to give. Somebody that you love, you've been storing up your love for them instead of expressing it to them as much as you'd like. 
and as much as they would like. It feels like there is um, a communication gap between you and them. You love them. They love you. Neither one of you is real comfortable with how it's going to be expressed. Um, and you have quite a bit of love to give them. Totally honorable, no agenda, no, no, nothing fear-based, just simple, pure love. But you're holding, you're holding it there going, and when you allow me to love you, I'm really going to. And they're on the other side going, you know, I know you love me, but I wish you'd show it once in a while. So there's a kind of a communication gap there. I'm, I'm not sure what it's about. I'm not getting any kind of emotional tension around it, but um, I am getting this. I am getting this backup of love that you need to express and get out. Now, what it's tying in with your throat chakra and your third eye? Well, the third eye has to do with the fact that you and this person are strongly connected on um, a psychic level and much past life connection. You've known each other through a lot of lifetimes. You've been, you've interacted with one another in a variety of very intense ways. Um, all I'm getting from the throat chakra is, for God's sake, would you say I love you to them already? <laughs> Linda, that's all I can get. I, I wanted to find more, but that's all I can get. There is somebody that you're not saying I love you to, and you do love them and you're having trouble getting it out for whatever reason, and they're ready to hear it. I don't know if that affects your personal life or if I'm totally off by a mile, but that's what I'm getting. No, I think I can figure out where that came from. Well, that's In fact, I'm pretty sure I, I can. <laughs> very good, very good. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Wow. Bye-bye. i got to say, Ed and Annette, um, some people really uh, block the reading. And it, it's very seldom a conscious thing, and I don't think there was anything conscious there. But um, I got that Linda plays life very close to the chest and doesn't want to um, let it flow for right. whatever reason. It's not a conscious choice. It's uh, protection. Right. And right. it was a matter of don't read me any more than absolutely necessary. And I think it took a lot for her, a lot of courage for her, to open up and allow that. To even call, probably. probably. I find that when I'm reading tarot for people, too. They yeah. really want to know, but boy, yeah. <laughs> putting up the wall, you know, so not letting me in. Yeah. yeah. I get there with the psychometry sometimes, or when I'm doing the one-on-one with people, sometimes it's easier to read uh, items of a dead loved one who's passed away than the person themselves. Right. Uh, it would be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Curtis, do you find yourself drained after some of these readings? You know, I used to until I started applying my Reiki teachings. And uh, now I don't use my personal energy. I open up and let it flow through me. And so by the time I'm done with readings, I'm flying. As a matter of fact, I did a bunch of readings one day at a, uh, a work fair for a bunch of EMTs. They invited me to come in and set up a booth and do chakra readings and at that time, I was a massage therapist, so I was doing some of that, too. And I just, when I left that place, I ended up getting a $250 speeding ticket. <laughs> so I have to be oh. very careful the other way around yeah. and grab myself afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd like to make one more announcement, or two more announcements before we go any further. 
because we only have like eight minutes left. Um, listeners, you are the first. You can be the first to know of the locations that myself and Ursula Bielski are planning for with Beyond the Veil. Um, and they're going to be places like Manford Reformatory. Um, I got the list here. But these are places that are very, very paranormal active. Okay, and as I mentioned before, I'm looking for myself to go deeper and deeper. So that's why we uh, decided on these places um, for the very near for the near future this year to go and take people to to experience what I do with the Circle of Energy and places like the Vyelska X Murder House, um, where we're only going to take like eight people with us. Um, Annette knows a little bit about my Circle of Energy. And she may actually agree I'm playing with fire with these places. But I myself am drawn to go deeper and to experience it and to give the people with the experience of these locations. Now, you can be the first to know the web pages aren't ready yet, but if you go to the unexplainedworld.com, go into the Beyond the Veil and Psychic Fair listing events, you can see what's coming up. Um, the name of the locations, and click on the email address for Ursula Bielski. She's the author in Chicago, the paranormal author. And um, click on that. Ask her for information as soon as it comes out, and she'll put you on the list to be the first ones to know about this. And uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. And, uh, Annette, I, I hope we plan on doing our Indiana thing with you again. Uh, oh, absolutely. As soon as the weather fall. turns good and we can be outdoors more yeah. readily, absolutely. Super. We always super. have a good time with that. Super. I know I won't <laughs> I know I won't be able to drag you out to the locations I've been talking about. Uh just because, <laughs> just because I'll be playing with fire a little. Um <laughs> but that's okay. Um like I said before, I'm still looking for that experience that will wish that I didn't do this. But I've had PM and Annette knows who she is, a high, a high priestess, um, tell me she experienced what I did. That I may never experience that because I am protected by the spirits. So time will tell. And uh, time is coming up that we will be doing that. So if you want more information, go to theunexplainedworld.com, go into the section with the events, and uh, email Ursula and ask to be put on the list for the first ones to know of the information coming. Okay. Annette does um, tarot, runes, and past life readings. Annette, you want to give your address where the people can contact you if they're interested? Sure. You can email me a quick note at fairyring at hughes.net. That's F-A-I-R-Y-R-I-N-G at hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S dot net. That's very good. Very good. And Annette's very good. She's been doing it. I've known her since about 2002. She uh, read me back then. Um, she knows me so well now, she just tells me. So <laughs> don't have to read me. Uh, thank you, Curtis, for standing by and all that, and why we uh, told the listeners. Oh, my pleasure. It was fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see where I'm coming from. You see what I want to do. And it's mm-hmm. basically to give the people an experience of the spiritual side. And mm-hmm. uh, I've never come across any so-called demons or evil spirits. And um, I don't know if they really exist. So uh, time will tell. In but I have opinion, one person that say I may never come across them because I'm protected by the spirit world. So. Well, 
in my opinion, Ed, and of course we all know what opinions are, mm-hmm. um, they're valuable to the person who holds them. That's the nice mm-hmm. way of putting it. Um, but in my opinion, there's no such thing as evil, and there are no evil entities. There are confused entities, and there are entities that are so upset by various things that their actions may be very easy to interpret as evil. But I've found in my experience, if I respond to any spirit um, from a place of compassion, I get good results. I I Mm -hmm. don't always get the perfect result, but I get good results. And I feel like what I've been dealing with was a hurt person, just as though I'm dealing, that's how I treat them. Right, right, right. Instead of as, you are a malicious thing, you mean bad, more, what has hurt you so badly that you need to do harm here? Yeah, I've, I've even like yesterday, first time ever I was called into, uh, or first time I accepted to bring, as I call it, calmness to a location, uh, mm. a home, private home. And um, I did it. It was basically the girl's grandfather trying to get her attention <laughs> mm-hmm. in the way he was trying to. Yeah. And once I informed her of this, a whole different attitude and everything came across on yeah. the person. So, um, and he was there to help her. And she needed it. So, yeah. So um, that worked out very well. Why don't you give your, um, one more time, Mm -hmm. your radio radio show. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash archmessenger. That's A-R-C-H-M-E-S-S-E-N-G-E-R. Tuesdays at 2, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. And myspace.com forward slash Curtis H. Foltz. And, and if you're on the chat right now, Curtis did put the web address up there so um, for the blog. Um, so it's right there, people. You could just click on it to see it. Um, you want to try one more caller? You think you could? You think a minute's too short or what? Uh, well, let's give it a shot. What the heck? Okay, we're going to stay right in our hometown area, 708 area code. Hello, 708. Hi, Ed and Annette. Wonderful show. Who is this? This is Marsha. How you doing, Ed? Hey, how you doing, stranger? I'm okay. Okay, Marsha was the first one that I actually did a, um, a, night, a reading of an item of a loved one who passed away. Yeah, and he did a great job. He was right on target. Good. Okay, Curtis, go ahead. You got a Hello, Marsha. Thanks for calling in. I know we don't have much time. I took the liberty of assuming I had permission to check in with your chakras, and they didn't argue with me while you were talking with Ed. Is that all right? That's fine. I'm getting solar plexus, and that's it. The other chakras don't seem to have any quick messages for me. Uh, Solar plexus is having, there's a throbbing going on. Uh, It's trying to get your attention. I'm thinking that there is a circumstance right now in your life that you really need to check in with yourself on, and perhaps you have on this particular subject or in this aspect of your life You've kind of run on autopilot all these years, and it's been, well, this is how I've always handled it, so this is how I'm handling it. And um, I'm thinking it's time for you to go in and decide how to handle it anew because it feels like your your solar plexus chakra is saying, Marsha, check in here. Come on. You're going to find a much better experience if you'll just listen to your truth and don't do what you've done from a habit place anymore on this. Right on the money, Curtis. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, man. Thank you for calling. Hey, let's keep in touch, okay? We will, Ed. Thanks a lot. Good to hear you both on that. Great. Good night, Marsha. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Curtis. Yo. I'm uh, 
it it seems like you really enjoyed doing the readings this way tonight. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. You said it was a new experience, and it's cool. I mean, it'd be... Uh, it really was. It, it opened me up. It stretched my capacity as a psychic, and I thank you for helping me do that. Good, good. I'm happy it worked out fine. Listeners, thank you very much. Curtis, thank you. Thank People you, People on Ed. chat, thank, thank you. you Annette, thank you for being uh, the one to be right. And, okay. Uh, and I will call you in a little bit, Annette. Okay. Listeners, good night, all. Blessed be. Good night. Blessed Curtis, be. thank you. Thank you, Ed. Good Bye-bye. Night.